Welcome to Simply Happy, a show helping you learn more empowered living through mental, emotional, and energetic mastery. I'm Olivia Ryman, an author, empowerment coach, and your hostess with the mostest. As someone who's overcome bipolar, anxiety, depression, and more, I'm a firm believer that you have the power to not let any circumstance hold you back. It's my mission to help you take ownership of your life from the inside out. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your guide Olivia and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. In this one, we'll chat about learning to trust where you're at and we're going to do that through one of these fun episodes where I like to do a what I call a book review chat because I'm not really reviewing the book. I'm just using the book as <laughs> a basis for a talking point, a conversation. Um, and so that is what we're doing today. Also, just a little reminder that is a huge help to me and the show and the peoples out there in the, in the world that these episodes might also help um, to take a quick second and leave a review. So yeah, if you could do that, it would be an enormous help because the podcast gods like when people leave reviews <laughs> and it goes, oh, People like this show. Let me show other people the show. <laughs> anyway, so if you want to pause this episode, drop some stars. You could even drop some words. I love to hear your thoughts about the show. Um, that would be great. Or you can, you could, you could, you could pause it. You could do it while you're listening. It's so easy. Um, if you haven't done it, it would be amazing of you. And if you have, thank you so much. Okay. So the book we're talking about today, I'm actually switching it up from last month. Um, so last month we did something like this and it was a nonfiction book and it was about breath. If you haven't listened, go back. Um, but this one, I decided I'm going to switch it up and we're actually talking about a fiction novel <laughs> because literally, like honestly, everything I read whether it's fiction or nonfiction or poetry or whatever, whatever it might be, I'm always like, I'm always <laughs> consuming this stuff from a very like psychological perspective. I just, I love, I've always loved psychology since I was like 13. And, um, and yeah, there's just, it, this book fascinated me. Um, and I haven't even told you the title. Hold on to your butts. Uh, no, this book, <laughs> This book is called The Midnight Library, and it's by Matt Haig. I hope I said it right. Uh, Matt Haig, uh, The Midnight Library. It's it's so good, and it's like honestly, it's a really quick read. Um, it's not like can you just hold on? Should we just ASMR it? Like, can you smell the pages? <laughs> Um, I, I love books. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to put the book down because clearly I don't really need it. Actually, I do. I actually wanted to read you. I didn't do this with the last book because it was, it was just far too long. But I would actually love to read you like the excerpt, the little blurb. That's the word I'm looking for. The blurb that they wrote for this book. So you can kind of get a gist for like what the book's about and not have me botch it. <laughs> Because that's no fun. People put work into these things for a reason. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read that to you. And then we'll talk about kind of the, the topic of this episode. Okay, so um, 
At the top, it says a dazzling novel about all the choices that go into a life well lived. So it goes on to say, between life and death, there is a library. Up until now, Nora Seed's life has been full of misery and regret. She feels she has let everyone down, including herself. <sighs> so relatable. <laughs> but things are about to change. When she finds herself in the Midnight Library, she has a chance to make things right. The books in the Midnight Library enable Nora to live as if she has done things er, as if she had done things differently. Each one contains a different life, a possible world in which she made different choices that played out in an infinite number of ways, affecting everyone she knew as well as many people she never met. With the help of an old friend, she can now undo every decision she regrets as she tries to work out her perfect life. But things aren't always what she imagined they'd be, and soon her choices place the library and herself in extreme danger. Before time runs out, she must answer the ultimate question. What is the best way to live? Oh, I literally have goosebumps and I've already read the book. <laughs> it's, I knew this book like wouldn't, like intrigued me when I like first read that that blurb and and kind of read the first like couple pages um but man it it was it was a good one made me cry um there are some you know there are some tender topics in it so I'll just give that heads up um you could probably go online and they'll give you like there's probably somebody who's put like if there's trigger warnings or whatever out there um, not that I want to be insensitive to that, but I, sometimes I have a challenging time with that because anything can be triggering to anyone. So to give you a finite list of what the triggers might be is a little presumptuous of me. <laughs> um, so that's, that's a, that's a whole topic anyway. So the episode I titled learning to trust where you're at, because there is this really fascinating theme where she does actually get to go and experience like, what if I pursued the career? What if I pursued the love interest? What if I pursued the independence or what, you know, and, and it's just all these different avenues that I think a lot of times we can get wrapped up in, um, of just like, did I make the right choice? What could I have done differently? Did I make a mistake? You know, should I have blah, blah, blah. And that can really disrupt like our, our well-being, our mental health, um, all that kind of stuff. And so I, I love a story where you can really just kind of learn through the perspective of another and through an experience. And that is why, you know, even though I have read a butt ton of fiction, <laughs> such a weird expression, even though I've read a butt ton of fiction, um, or not fiction, nonfiction is what I meant, um, and really kind of learned a lot that way. I've also learned so much just through fiction stories and through these worlds and perspectives outside of my own and that really do kind of hold these underlying um messages and lessons and takeaways that can surprise you and how they might resonate with you. It's why I love reading so much because whether you're saying it to me straight or I'm finding it through the world of another, um, it's pretty spectacular what we get to walk away with from books or stories or, you know, words. <laughs> so, um, I, <sighs> I can't remember when it really started, 
but for the longest time I have had kind of this philosophy of never having regrets and I and I just kind of reached this point at some point where I was like I absolutely don't regret anything and if you've read my book Unboxed um, or if you've heard me share you know any of my stories um, like there are plenty of like dark things in my life that I could very easily be like I wish that never happened Um, I wish I didn't put myself in that situation or I wish I didn't make that choice or I wish there was different people or whatever it might be. And I am just such a firm believer that, you know, things kind of, one thing ends up leading to another. And so I always, again, it's just kind of this opportunity mindset that I've cultivated. And it's why I also have written the opportunity journal, if you don't have that. But like, it's it's part of the reason I have this opportunity mindset is just seeing the benefit or seeing the gain in everything, because it's not like every path comes with its challenges and its, and its losses. You know, to pursue one career means to let go of something else. You know, to say yes means to say no to one thing. Um, or to say yes to one thing means to say no to another. Um, that kind of, you know, ideology is like that that dynamic at play. And, um, you know, so how am I to regret anything in my life? Because inevitably everything in my life has led to where I'm at. And even when I was at a point that I wasn't happy with, I still was able to find a level of understanding and appreciation in you know, how, what I had gained, um, whether it was the littlest thing or the biggest thing. And, you know, so I've had, we'll just, we'll just get real honest and vulnerable here. I've had conversations with my family, certain members of my family where, you know, they, they really saw me go through a really challenging time where I did try to end my life multiple times and everybody maybe not everybody, but people were trying to help me and it just nothing, it just wasn't working. And, and it was really challenging on all of us, truthfully. And, you know, they expressed to me the, the regret that they held for a decision that was made that they felt had negatively impacted my life. And well, I'm going to cry. Whoa. Ew. Um, which is okay to do. Um, <laughs> you see me just like, of course, correct all, a whole bunch there. Um, anyway, and I just assur- like reassured them that like I have no regrets. I hold no animosity for anything that anybody did. And it just is what it is. It was what it was. And without certain trials, I, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today. <laughs> like if I hadn't gone through so like... A, a mental hell, if you will. <laughs> like, if I hadn't gone through so much of that and also not had the years of therapy and the copious medications and all of these things work for me, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the mindset that I have. I wouldn't be the person that I am, or I most likely wouldn't. Who's to say for sh- sure? Um, but I also, like, there's a good chance I wouldn't be doing this podcast. There's a good chance I wouldn't have written the books that I've written. And um, and so I can only hold gratitude for what was hard, for what seemed bleak, and for what 
of course could have been different. Um, and I think that's probably why I related with this book so much is because you really do kind of, I don't want to spoil it, but like you do really see like the effect of like <laughs> leaning into like the, the grass is greener, you know, and, and then realizing the grass is greener when you, when you appreciate the greenness of the grass. <laughs> it's, it's not that it necessarily is greener anywhere. It's when you live with this perspective of, oh, I will choose to see the green in the grass on which I stand. That sounded super philosophical and I loved it. <laughs> anyway, um, so I do highly recommend this book. If you dig fiction, totally. I mean, just per this conversation, that's that's where my, my wheels were at and my wheels were at. No wheels in my head spinning. <laughs> where they were located. Anyway, um, and so I just think it's a really interesting look at that. Um, and yeah, it just, it just really gets you thinking. That's what I was trying to say. And I, and there's such beauty in that. So, you know, I think it really does help to kind of cultivate this learning to trust where you're at rather than constantly seeking what could have been, what should have been, um, and all of that. And really just it's making the most. And when you make the most of it, you, you trust it and you appreciate it and you are immersed in it rather than trying to constantly escape it. And that can be a really, you know, heavy place for us to live if we're constantly trying to escape our reality, thinking that it would only be better if. And this is why I'm such an advocate for helping ourselves from the inside out and and really living from that place and yeah just helping ourselves make those internal changes that in turn lead to better better lives lived even if the life doesn't maybe look ideal you know the world holds its contrast no matter what we do <laughs> that's just the way of the way of the world. Anyway, I could babble forever, but if you, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to shout out this book and this author, um, The Midnight Library by Matt Haig, and go find it wherever, thrift it, get it off Amazon, buy it from a bookstore, buy it from a local bookstore, wherever you go, no shame, get it, <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> and I'm going to be done now. <laughs> anyway. So if you liked this episode, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon, because I know you have one. You can also check out my self-help books and services at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying simply awesome. I'll keep saying simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.